and I and welcome to episode <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to episode one ten part three of Geeksters. I'm your host Ed. I am your host Sean. Hi everybody. So uh, yeah, so we here here Geeksters. Uh, you know what? We bring you nerd news in this episode. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. Uh, we talk about what I consider to be one of the most frivolous lawsuits of all time. Yes. Um, and believe me, we've covered a lot. And each one I think is frivolous. But this one I think tops the cake. Yes. And we uh, explore the world of James Bond with a completely different kind of bad guy. Yeah. You know, that's the best way I can put that. Those two kind of actually tie together, believe it or not. Um, you're like, how? You just have to listen. I'm not going to tell you. I'm burying the lead, bitches. What? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much covers up what we do in part three, right? Nerd news. Yeah. And, and then I tell you, I mean, by the time by the time you actually listen to this, it'll already be done. Because <laughs> I actually talk about going to a uh, an event at the end of the show. And that will be, yeah, we'll tell you about it later. Okay, so uh, we'll be, enjoy episode three, and we'll be back at the end to wish you fond adieu. Oh, Mama said listen to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, tuned in and iHeartRadio. Daddy said look for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Wow, that came off so white. I'm just saying, Daddy. Song's called Mama Said Knock You Out, so you stick with the mama thing. <laughs> You do your thing, I do mine. All right. I watched my own beat. Thank you very much. Okay, white America. Right. <laughs> Whitey power. All right, so uh, before we do nerd news, though, yes. there was a couple things. Um, that gay wedding that you went to yes. is not the same gay, gay wedding I was talking about, apparently. Yes, right. we, uh, we talked about it during the break. The first break, I forgot to bring it up at the beginning of the second report of the show. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, just so happens... Two gay couples got married this weekend. That's great. I mean, that's awesome. That's That's, awesome. That's four more people. That's going to be miserable. (laughs) All right. So, uh, okay. So let's get the nerd news. Nerd news. Here we go, folks. Neil Gaiman, why Sandman wasn't on the DC Comics film list. Okay. As you know, that they've been in talks with doing Sandman for the last year <laughs> sure we know that jack thorne is working on the screenplay right now joseph gordon levitt is attached to produce he might even direct and star in the in the project and yeah, it's too many hats for him go, ahead, go on <laughs> yes and that they're looking to do like a november release for it on the wb's calendar for it like this not this november not this november, november. That maybe next november yes. I'm, i say, doesn't I, say what year i'll be honest i saw jordan joseph gordon levitt's first directorial debut don john yeah and oh, i mean it wasn't a bad movie but it wasn't great either it yeah. was you know like so let's let's leave it it's a movie that's gonna have a lot of special effects let's leave it to the professionals exactly you want to do art house pro uh art house projects that require Little to no, you know, special effects. Go right ahead. Anyway, go on. So Neil Gaiman talked to Tumblr to explain why not. And he said simply it's not a DC comic film. It's, it's vertigo. a Vertigo, right. It's Vertigo, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's Disney's... There is going to be apparently a Vertigo slate that they're going to announce soon of when those releases of their I mean, movies. For those people who didn't know, Vertigo was kind of... It was owned by DC and it was DC's kind of like... 
um, company that they could make more adult, like Constantine, um, Sandman, Swamp Thing. They were all part of the you know right. the Vertigo line because it, it was able to kind of be more mature, be a little bit more adult. There would be more like uh, it wouldn't be just superheroes and costumes. It would be kind of down and dirty and, and more gritty. So I, I you know I, it's understandable that DC wouldn't put it in their lineup because Vertigo. I mean they have yeah they have their own stone line. Yeah, of it's, comics. it's it's kind of like saying uh, I know that. Well, okay, you have Disney movies and you have Marvel movies. Right. Even though Mar- even though Marvel is owned by Disney, Disney has their own their own kind of team of movie people. Yeah, and they're letting the Marvel people do their thing while Disney's doing their own thing. They're exactly they're separate but together. Right. Yeah. They're just they're owned one by owner blood, but they're sub companies that right. do their own thing. Exactly. Sometimes the left hand does not know what the right hand's doing, and, and that this is the case with DC wants to focus on all their superhero movies because let's face it, they're getting their ass handed to them. Exactly. So they want to kind of go, no, no, here's Batman, here's Superman, here's Batman and Superman, here's, here's Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman, here's Aquaman, here's Cyborg. Um, um, um. <laughs> we're gonna try Lee, we're even gonna try Green Green Lantern again. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, all right, well, good. I, I'd see a Sandman movie. I, I gotta be honest, never read the comic. I've read I've read parts of it. Dude, one X. So you know, I was interesting. It was. I mean, I like Neil Gaiman. I like his, his writing. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in. You know, it's it's different. It's interesting. So yeah, I'll check it out. All right. What else? Confirmation that General Malone will play Carrie Kelly in version of Robin in the Batman versus Superman movie. Okay. Now is this like confirm confirm where she's going to be Robin or is just Karen Kelly is going to be? Carrie Kelly. Well, they say that a an extra, a, a person, the Kirk Montgomery, has been reporting it for the local station, WILX10 in Michigan, regarding the shoot of the, of course, the Batman versus, because they're shooting over there yeah, for their, know, their yeah. university. I know you know what I'm telling you. Oh, no, no, I'm saying I know it's because I actually got physical proof. Because <laughs> my friend Mark was on this uh, Nike run out in California. Yes. And he was talking to some, you know, because they all are runners. There's a girl going to Michigan State that was bitching about traffic because Batman versus Superman is being filmed there. And my friend Mark was like, "Well, you know, if no pitch, if it, there's no pictures, it didn't happen." Right. So she was actually sending pictures of like Ben Affleck and and some of the sets and stuff. So, all right, so so she is going to play. So the the anonymous source, basically an, an extra on the film shoot, has some been, some motor mouth prick. Yes. Okay, so what did this loser say? That's basically it. That that she has confirmed that Jenna Malone will play Robin in the Batman versus Superman the only- version of it. Of course, everybody knows who but who, who, who don't know, it comes from the nineteen eighty seven? Eighty six. Eighty six. Eighty six version of Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns, where Carrie Coward plays okay. Robin in this comic book. Here's a couple problems. Yes. Number one, it's an extra. Yeah, person could just be looking for fifteen minutes of fame. You know, it's it's a local news station. Well, I'm I'm glad you're you're talking about this. Keep going. Okay, um, a couple things is is that she, unless this extra saw her in a fucking costume, uh-huh. she could just be a character. Yeah, you know, like I'm not saying it's not possible. Right. I'm just saying, if, like, unless this extra said I saw her. In a Robin co- costume, right. I'm going to be a little bit l- questionable about the motives, about how the validity of this story. 
Again, not saying that that character doesn't appear in the movie. Yeah. Just I don't think you're going to see her in the tights. I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad you 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 say that. Okay. Why? Because my next article is holy holy smokes possible five million dollar fine for 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 extra for being fined for letting leaking that Jenna Malone is going to be the new Robin. Oh. So there is your confirmation that yes, that this girl this extra. Had, did leak the information to you know because again they re- rehashed what I just told you about Kurt Mom whatever his name was that is you know reporting this news that they're looking for the extra that reported this so they can fine her five million dollars. I think it's I think it's a ruse. I think it's just a ploy to it's a buzz to, to get the more information out there. Like yeah. I think kind of I think it kind of leaked and they were just kind of like going. I think yeah you know, the yeah like. The only way you can confirm whether or not she is playing Robin yeah. is by seeing her in a physical costume. Now, that extra might have seen that and might have said something to this local person. Yeah. But I just can't see... DC at this point... Look, the way I'm going to put it, DC needs as many eggs in the basket as possible to get as many people to be excited about this movie. Right. You Because know, let's face it, everybody's camp's mixed. People are pro Batfleck. People are anti Batfleck. People are pro Man of Steel. People are anti Man of Steel. This movie. People are pro. Um, what call, what's his face being Lex Luthor? Some people think well, it's, it's a bad, bad idea. idea, right? You know. So there's a whole like it's a very divided camp. So they kind of want to put as many asses in the seats as possible. So why not say why not be more forthcoming? Go yeah, you know what she is, Robin. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Right. You know, because then people are going to go okay, well. So now more people are going, okay, well, that makes sense then. Like, if Bruce is retired and he gets pulled out, maybe she helps him come out of retirement mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, who knows? But, I, again, I I think that that's more of a a buzz. Like, they just want to scare her into, right. like, coming forth. Because unless there's a – unless there's – pictures or didn't happen. Right. Could, I could walk in going, yeah, you know what? I don't think her name was on a director's chair. You're like, you know, they kind of yeah. have those seats. Unless you followed her back to her trailer and it gave her her name and her character's name, like AKA Robin. Yeah. <clears throat> like pictures or it didn't happen. That's all why right. I'm, I'm very on the fence of, but still buying it. All right. I think the right. five mil is like a, oh, no, no, we're very mad by that. So we're going to put a five million bounty on this because really $5 million. For an extra, yeah, that's a lot. But I think it's just to, to kind of get the title I, out there. To... I think it's also to scare the shit out of anybody else. So what's the like... because they're probably because this extra because people are idiots. Yeah, people will buy anything. You know, like if I walked into a newsroom and said, you know what, I just came from Michigan and I saw Batman kissing Superman. <laughs> There's somebody out there yeah. who's going to think that that's newsworthy, yeah, right? And, and they're going to want to report it. And it's is be, Superman gay? Are Bruce Wayne and Superman having a homosexual relationship? Is it about time? <laughs> you know, finally the they finally did it. All that anger and frustration has been built up sexual tension. Yeah, you know, I, I just think that I think they the five million is so high, it's enough for other extras to go. Holy shit! I'm keeping my mouth shut. Shut right, yeah. You know, regardless of whether it's true or not, like because there could be an extra going. I don't think that's right, but fuck. I mean, I'm not gonna take the chance. I'm not taking a chance if I'm gonna now for five million dollars. Yeah, because I'm an extra. I get day work. I get right. I get a per diem. 
the yeah. next 300 bucks for the day. Right. You know. <laughs> Something small and tight, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, all right. All right, let's move away from DC. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go to the hoverboard is real. Whoa. And we've got video to prove it. Ever wanted to soar like Marty McFly on the hoverboard in Back to the Future? Well, you can, and it only costs you ten thousand dollars. Said it. Ah, nope. There's a little more. Oh, there's more. And you require a metal floor beneath you. <laughs> oh, it's an electromagnet. Yes. Ah, well, you know what? That's <sighs> kind of disappointing. <laughs> so yes. So for ten thousand dollars and a magnet, a metal board below you, you can a metal floor below you, you can skate like Marty McFly. I mean, that's. Okay, I mean that's useful if you're if you let's say you live in New York and you take the subway, mm-hmm. you can use your own rail. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll just have to keep an eye on when the other train's coming. Yes. Or if you're smart enough, you can go as fast, if not faster, than the train in behind you, or follow the train, or wait till the train goes by, grabs the end, and you know hangs on it with the you know whole <laughs> thing, like Monty McFly did with the cars. Yeah. Right? And, uh, yes. Uh, all right, ten grand for ten grand. I definitely would be able to hire. If I had ten grand for hoverboard, I definitely would have enough money to talk some sort of construction company to put put little metal plates into all the sidewalks around my neighborhood. Gets <laughs> 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 how was your balance? My balance is pretty good. Okay. Not. Okay. Just I can see I'm, you just fall your ass. Go, I'm done. No, just because I'm just because I'm bigger doesn't mean I don't have a. Because I, I used to be on a skateboard when I was younger. Okay, I still have it. You know. Okay. I can't ski worth a shit, but skateboarding was fine. I all mean, right. You know, I've done skiing. I was alright with that, but I'm, my balance is good. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I had, if I had the money to spend, if I had the money to piss away ten to grand for that, I would have enough money to be able to hire somebody. To put little holes into the sidewalk and put little metal plates and then recover it. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, <laughs> or at least around the house. Yes. <laughs> like, whoosh, look, I'm going down the stairs. Whoosh. I'm going up the stairs. Whoosh. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> look, I'm, I'm on top of a car. Whoosh. <clears throat> look, I'm on the side of my refrigerator. You know, I would have my hoverboard because I think the artwork that my nephew does and have my hoverboard against the refrigerator holding his artwork. <laughs> Looks good, kid. All he sees the board in a corner of the picture. Yeah, a little corner of the picture with the picture hanging off the side. You know, would, that looks like a penis. And, and, and it's a foot. I'd be a real dick and walk into like a like a Starbucks and put my hoverboard against one of their computers. Had <laughs> <laughs> that giant magnet erase the whole hard drive. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have a uh, hot chocolate, please. We don't serve hot chocolate. Can I have a mocha cappa, a mocha latte with extra chocolate? Sure, we can do that. But whatever. Hey, can you hold? Mind if I put my hoverboard against your server? <laughs> There's no Wi-Fi now. What happened? <laughs> okay, what next? John Carter writes revert back to Edgar Rice Burroughs Inc. New film planned. I you posted this uh yeah earlier this week yes with uh ah well 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 look at that because yes. we were always talking about like, 
enjoying the first movie. Mm -hmm. First, the ironic nature of us talking about the other movie last week. Yeah. And then just what happens, an article pops up almost confirming stuff that we were talking about. (laughs) It's like someone listens to our show, Ed. Yes. Um, Yeah, I would see a sequel. So well, they're they're going to apparently reboot the series, so we'll probably see another origin again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You know what? Okay, fair enough because no one saw the origin. Right. Like, uh, all right, fair enough. You and I <laughs> saw it, and a bunch of other people saw it, and went, "It's really good." Problem is, I really like the chick that had to play the queen. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous, so I would rather see her half naked than some other half naked chick. <laughs> You know, yeah. it is definitely a male perspective of me going, I like her. She pretty. I want to see more of her rather than, oh, you know, okay. Like, all right, recast it, whatever. I kind of hope that they give these two another go at it because I'm not a big fan of Teller Kitsch. Yeah. But I thought he did a fine job. Yeah, I mean, you know, for, for what it was yeah. at Disney, I thought it was really good. I went in with zero expectations, except we went in with the whole, is it going to be horrible? Yeah. And then walked out going, that was actually really good. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I feel guilty. I feel good for, for slamming it for over here. Something I did not feel with Age of Extinction. <laughs> I went in going, this is going to be shit, and boy, was, was I not, not let down. <laughs> yes. It was more shittier than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. More shittier than what we were told. It was oh, it was great. It was awesome. <laughs> the best right. shit you can get. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I would... All right, reboot the series because, again, not many people saw it. Yeah. All right. I'm, yeah, I'm down with it. Get, I, you know, it. I mean, they, were pretty much, they pretty much had two unknowns in the leads. Yeah. You know, Taylor Kitsch only had a couple. The only thing I knew him from was fucking Gambit from... Wolverine Origins. And he was in Friday Night Lights, the TV show. I didn't never watched it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See what I'm saying? It's got that. All right, get hired to new buddies and put him in there. All right. <laughs> All right. What What's else? Thing? All right. Fox hit with $250 million, uh lawsuit for The Simpsons by Goodfellow's actor. What? <laughs> uh, uh, Everybody wants a piece of the pie, I guess, and he figures, why not me? Who's bitching? Yeah. I hope it's not. I really hope it's not somebody really big. Frank Sivio, S I V E R O, Servio, says that Good Simpsons have ripped off Frankie Cabone character he played in the 1990 film, 1990s film Goodfellas, and he wants to get paid for it. In a loose suit file last week, the actor says that he wants to pay be paid a lot of twenty two hundred fifty million and more for the Spring Hill Mafia's Louie, claiming that the long, long animated series have made twelve billion dollars over the decades from the TV, the big screen, video games, and other revenue streams. Uh, all, right, all right, slow down, Copernicus. <laughs> all right, um, okay, I know who the mobster is. Yes, and isn't that played by um? He was one of the comedians from SCTV. He was the one in the meat truck that was frozen. Uh, no. You don't remember? I was talking about the guy who's doing the voice for the gangster. Oh. In The Simpsons. That's Joe Montagna. Yeah, no. That's Fat Tony. That's Fat Tony? Fat Tony is played by Joe Montagna. Okay, then who's the other guy? Louie Louis is like the... Is, he has like the, the fro hair. He's like a secondary character. He's like, you know, like... 
Joe Montaigne does most of the talking, and Louis talks like once in a blue moon. Yeah, okay. Type of thing in the in the Simpsons. All right, show. so he's basically a fucking nobody in the Simpsons Sorry, show. Right, he was a nobody in the film, and he's a nobody on the Simpsons, Simpsons show. Simpsons, right, and then this guy wants two hundred fifty million dollars for it. Okay, hold on. I see now. I got to find out if this guy is just being a dick or because he doesn't work anymore. <laughs> All right, first I need to find out what this guy even looks like because you mentioned IMDb. Because I have not, you've talked about the article. I have not seen what what, is, what, he, what he looks like. What, what, what's, what's his name again? His name is in the article Frank, and it's Servio. S i v e r o. S i v e r o. Frank Servio. Ah, okay. I've seen that guy. He was in Godfather. He was in Goodfellas. He was in The Wedding Singer. That's the guy I always thought it was. Yeah, see now the Frank guy you're thinking. But that guy. Yeah, and that's that guy, just older. Oh. <laughs> and he shaved his brows because he used to have the, the bushy brows as like one yeah, of his trademark looks, like looks. Looks like he's 30 years younger there than he is in this picture. Yeah, because that's probably from the Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I got to be honest. I mean. Uh, you don't think he's worth it? No, what's I he think, done recently? On my like, I'm sorry, I'm thinking like, okay, the Simpsons have been on for how many years? Since twenty five, yeah. you know, thirty years, years yeah, twenty six years. <laughs> how many times has that character been on the Simpsons? Uh, every time that there was a there was a Joe Montana, <coughs> right? So my point, okay, my my ultimately my point is is the fact that if this was such a big deal, he would have done this a long time ago, right? He's had 26 years to make a decent case. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's like, you know what? Simpsons owes me money. Right. You know, I want to get paid. My career's in a crapper. I mean, the last thing he's got coming out, I'll be honest, I'm looking at his IMD page. Last thing he was in was in 2008. Hotel California, Sal. Hey, way to fight those uh, stereotypes. <laughs> Ring of Death, it was a TV movie. Tiny McMaselli. Mc, uh, hey, he was in a TV movie called Shark Swim in 2008. Davy Balu. And then he was in a 2006 movie, I guess, Eddie Monroe as Angelo. In The Aviator, he was a photographer. Uncredited, so he never got a name. He was in Turnaround as La, La Torrentia. He was in Little Nicky as an alumni hall announcer. Guy doesn't even have an own name. It's like usually if you had somewhat of a reputation, you, your character would have a name. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, it's Stu, the alumni hall announcer. Yeah. No, he's just a generic character. <laughs> Carly, Carlos Wake, he's Uncle Leo. <laughs> Mariah's number ones. He is a, in a music video for Mariah Carey's Honey. He was, guess what his name was? Guess. Uh, Vincent Angelo? No, henchman. <laughs> that was the name of his character in that music video. <laughs> All right. Oh, look. Um, he was in a movie called Urban Relics, right? In 1998. Yeah. Hey, I'm Tommy Tulips. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also in a 1999 movie called Foolish. Guess what his name was? Giovanni. <laughs> I'm just, next, hey, 
hey, yo, next time I want to play a black guy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it is. Hey, you got a generic Italian guy? I could do that. Give me a little paycheck. Now, I, want... uh, I think I could do a British accent for you. Hey, pip pip cheerio, motherfuckers. <laughs> Hey, hey, yo! I want to go to the big event. It, I mean, I'm not saying like it's a shame. Apparently, this guy has been stereotyped into a certain role. Yeah. But apparently, if his last movie was a credit from 2008, he hasn't really capitalized on making money off of that stereotype. Hey, you need a mobster? I'm a good guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, most mobster characters have been able to at least ride the wave of being a mobster character. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not, hey, it's me, Tony Tulips. I'm the caring father of two daughters. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Here, he was in a 1993 movie, Fist of Honor. It's Frankie Pop. <laughs> hey, it's me, Frankie Pop. I'm a, I, I take care of the homeless people down at the shelter, eh? <laughs> he was in Ruthless People, 1986. Remember that movie? Yes. Guess what he was? I'll never guess. The Mugger. That's his title. The Mugger. <laughs> hey, in Fear City, he was mobster number two. All right. Yeah. Moving up. Yeah, that's right. Uh, in a movie called Friar, he was just called Pickpocket. Pickpocket. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in New York, New York in 1977, it, he was under the name as Frank Silvera. He was Eddie DiMunzio. <laughs> he was uh, Pockets in Happy Days, too, by the way. Oh, that's right, Pockets. Hey. Hey, Pockets. Hey, what's up? So um, I'm going to say, so it's 2008, it's now 2014, so you're looking at... Uh, six four, years. Six years. So for six years, his career has been, I would say, virtually non-existent. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's... Oh, Simpsons owes me money? I can retire like a fat cat. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I would be kind of like, yeah, um, dude, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and if anything, the Simpsons probably have more of a, of the rights to the character than he does because, like, even if it is, let's it's say. Not, it's not his character. Right. It's, it's the guys who wrote Goodfellas, you know, like. That's the guy, you know, like... Right. It's not like it was him in the book or, you know, him in the real life, that mobster. He's not going in going, you know what you guys need? You guys need, I'm a real life mobster. Why don't I could be my own character and you give me the rights to that character. Yeah. It's, you know, like, like even the guy who plays Big Pussy, he's been gangsters and that stuff and everyone knows him as Big Pussy from The Sopranos. Yeah. And he plays a mobster, but he kind of plays the same Big Pussy kind of character. Why? Because everyone recognizes him as Big Pussy. Yeah. You, just because he's not going by that name doesn't mean it ain't him. Right. You know? Or the other guy, guy Paulie. You know, Paulie Knuckle. Paulie Walnuts. You know? Just saying. It's like he, Simpsons is using as is, is a caricature. And maybe even if it is based on you, it might not be exactly you. So, therefore, it's like um, if you sat down at a table and some guy drew a caricature of you. Yeah. You pay that guy. Yeah. You know? So obviously, The Simpsons is using it, you know, probably went to the Goodfellas guys and went, hey, you know, look, we could, can you guys okay this for our show? Mm-hmm. And even if they didn't, it's up for the people for Godfather yeah. I and mean, Goodfellas to go after The Simpsons. Not some schlub actor that hasn't worked in six years. Yep. I mean, I'm all, you know what? Maybe you should have had a better agent so you can retire on that fat cat 
Goodfellas money and get a residual check every time it's played on TNT. <laughs> you know? Hey, honey, got another buck fifty. Someone must be playing Goodfellas somewhere. <laughs> hey, uh, hemorrhoid commercials paying off in dividends back in uh, 83. <laughs> we get at least a good dollar fifty a month. Pennies on a dollar, honey. Told you this acting gig would pay off. Those Simpsons, those fucks owe me money. <laughs> but they don't even use your own voice. I don't care. It looks like me. It's got the bushy eyebrows. Who could have the market and bushy eyebrows? Me. I would say Albert Einstein. Fuck him. <laughs> he was no mobster. What about that guy who did the um, Gene Shellett, the guy who does the you know, movie reviews? Fuck you! He had the mustache and the furry eyebrows. Even Groucho Marx. How about that other guy that plays the father in American Pie? Yeah, that, that Eugene Levy guy. Hey, fuck him too! He's Jewish. I'm Italian. That guy's Italian. There's a difference. <laughs> Eugene Levy, he's a whore. He'd actually be a voice for that character if they pay him enough. I got integrity. Call my lawyer! <laughs> <laughs> but honey, you haven't worked since 2008. That's right, because I can't find a, I can't find a role for my caliber of acting. I was mobster number two in this movie. <laughs> I was pickpocket. I was happy days. I was pickpocket. There'd be no Fonzie if it wasn't for pickpocket, eh? Fonzie taught me a lesson. That day was the first lesson he ever gave anybody. And that's how he became a note as, a, as an icon. In fact, Happy Days owes me money. Get my lawyer! <laughs> I'm suing everybody. They're Italian, not Jewish. Don't talk about Eugene Levy like that. He's an icon in the bushy eyebrow business. I aspire to have a career like Eugene Levy. <laughs> and those Simpson pricks think they can do a character of me and not pay me? Get my lawyer. You know my lawyer. Tony Tulips. Tony Tulips. Wasn't that a character you played in that movie? Yeah, I know. My lawyer liked it so much he called himself that. <laughs> That's how influential I am in the law business. <laughs> <sighs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this one gets a, a judge going look at it and go, get the fuck out of my court. <laughs> you know. take those ex fuzzy eyebrows and get the fuck out of my courtroom. Because <laughs> he shaved them off. He's probably got to put a poster board yeah. or something like that. It's yeah. Next to- that's what happened in, in 2008. He had a horrible shaving incident and shaved one of the eyebrows off, so he had to make it, le- you know, <laughs> level them off. Yeah. So that's why no one recognizes him now. He's like, hey, you used to be the guy with the fuzzy eyebrows in all those monsters movies. <laughs> yeah, I was. What happened to you, man? We thought you died. No, a shaving accident. Shaved off one eyebrow and ruined my career. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> ruined my career. <laughs> I heard you, Jet, Eugene Levy guy. He, uh, we call it, insured his eyebrows. He, he, he insured his eyebrows for a million apiece. Those fuckers are $2 million insured. <laughs> Fucking one scrape of a, 
with an accidental swipe of a big razor, he's two million dollars richer, <laughs> or at least one million because it's one million each. He would have to do it twice, and even I wasn't that stupid. <laughs> if I, I, I gotta find my agent and sue him too because obviously I didn't get the Eugene Levy eyebrow insurance like he did. <laughs> My career has been dead ever since. <laughs> and now those Simpsons guys, for 26 years I've been, this character has been in that series every once in a while. But now I think i got a case. <laughs> After 26 years. <laughs> finally. There was a ruling. And I'm in. Tommy Tulips is getting paid, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 yeah, all right, what else you got? <laughs> Let's go back to DC for a little bit. Sure, why not? Let's get them around. Linda Carter dun, 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 dun. wants Wonder Woman movie to have heart and a sense of humor. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was drinking there for a second. I almost had a spit take live on air. Okay, heart, maybe sense of humor. <laughs> uh, DC already said fuck that. No jokes. Yes. Well, as you know, last week they've announced Warner Brothers has announced the slate. For the Marvel movies coming up in the next six years. Yes. Vulture caught up with Linda Carter and wanted to talk. The old man from Spider-Man? Vulture? Vulture, yes. Wow. Finally, you know, caught up with with Linda Carter and wanted to ask her, you know, of course, the icon of the 70s, Wonder Woman from the TV series, and wanted to ask her what she thought. And she says, Wonder Woman is a lot more than just just superhero stuff. She's complicated. Ultimately... She's in general, wait, she's about the, I'm sorry, let me start this again, I apologize. <laughs> Wonder Woman is a lot more than just superhero stuff. She's complicated. Ultimately, she's about truth, and that's the heart of what she's with. She's a strong female force. So that's, you know, thing. Right. Of course, she goes with that heart, though, there should be some laughs with it, and she should have some humor to it. I, I You know what, I completely agree, like, What's the point of being a superhero if you can't enjoy it? Right. Like, it seems to be like that's the problem with, you know, DC is that they're so earnest and so serious. Like, I can expect that coming out of Batman mm -hmm. because he's a psycho and he's, you know, he's, as a kid, saw his parents get murdered. That's going to tend to, like, suck the life out of you. Yeah. Because you're not going to be as, you're not going to be chucking jokes, especially when your main bad guy is a, a psychotic clown. You're going to be kind of low on the ha-has. But... You know, Wonder Woman's supposed to come from a place of love and happiness and joy. And yeah, sure, there's some problems, but she never forgot to kind of go, hey, life is great because she she represents almost like Mother Earth in a way. Right, right. You know, so. And then, yeah. of course, they also expanded on the fact they asked her about, like, you know, of course, the, the other controversy going around having a, a female lead hero in a movie, like why they haven't done this yet. And, right. You know, kind of thing. And she says, I think females <laughs> baffle men. And so it's it's made difficult to get Wonder Woman movie being made. So that's what she thinks. Right. She thinks that they men can't understand why you know what Wonder Woman is all about. So they figure that's I think, not I think worth. she's got a point. I mean, I think that the problem is, is that the the movie industry is, I mean, populated by majority of populated by male writers. Mm -hmm. So it's hard, especially with Stephen Goyer being the the go to guy for writing their DC line of movies, right? Who's in has been his own little trouble of hot water not too long ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it's kind of like, I don't think he's, he can write a strong female character 
because he doesn't view them because it's it's hard to write about stuff you don't know. Right. I'm not saying there's no strong females in his life. I'm just saying it's hard to I don't think I know I could never write a strong female character. You know? David Goyer is a very complicated person because we've seen a lot of movies through the year that he has written. Yes, yeah, some good, some, some, some bad. bad. You know, and that's the thing. We there's some movies that we <clears> think <throat> he hit right on the money, like it was a perfect movie. Yeah, you know, the special effects could have been better, whatever. Well, he, but the script he, was he, good. He wrote the first Blade. Yeah, you know. So I mean, you you can't go well. That you know, there you go. But he's like through the eighties and nineties, he made a lot of those TV made for movies. Yeah. You know, like the Fury movie, Nick Fury movie, and uh, yeah, some mean, other ones that like really good. And some are like he eh. also was a, in, had a hand in the Chris Nolan DC, you know, Chris Nolan Batman. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but again, none of them had strong female characters. Right. That's the problem because maybe he doesn't know about strong female characters. But take Joss Whedon, who grew up with a bunch of sisters, he kind of knows strong female because again, it's you write what you know kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. On an interesting article, though, I saw someone talk to Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. and that she said that she's kind of, there is a Buffy curse, believe it or not, but it's not the kind you think of, that she said Buffy was such a good character as far as having all these different arcs and ups and downs. She said, as a female actress, it's hard to find roles that good anymore. She's like, it's, it's, a, it's a problem, you know, that there is no, no character, like no strong, like, yeah, there's some strong female characters, but a lot of it's not as as well written or as well drawn out as Buffy was. Mm-hmm. So it was like she's like, yeah, I am cursed by Buffy, but not in a bad way. It was just like I can't find that kind of a great role. Yeah, which you know, plus also they also talk about her being a mom of two, Freddie Prince Jr. because she was over in Australia, you know, promoting this line of sunglasses or whatever. Okay. She's also the voice now of Target, if you've uh, seen any Target commercials. No, I haven't seen any Target Yeah, if you, li- if you listen to her, you can hear her voice in a Target commercial doing the voiceover. Nice. I know that voice like that. Yeah. I've watched every episode of Buffy. I mean, those, I mean, because she had, she had two shows that were both canceled. Unfortunately, the the, the crazy ones right. was the recent one. And there was a, another one that was on the... Um, the CW, where CW. It was like she was a twin. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think I mean, that was just really bad writing. I mean, that was just... Yeah. Because it was just too drawn out. I mean, it was just... We watched Seal and I, because Seal is also a big Buffy fan, and she wanted to see it. So we actually was watching it, and I just got bored, like, right away. I was like, I'm like, this is just, like, there's too many questions, and there's too many, right. you know. Every, like, every, for a while there, every show wanted to be lost. Yeah, and you I know? got lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the next article with that segue? <laughs> How about this one? Edward Norton on not playing Hulk in The Avengers, yeah, which we, we've we talked about. That. Right? We covered that. He basically said, I, I couldn't do other things. Screw you. I got other things to do. I don't want to be in He's like, I couldn't, I couldn't allow myself that kind of commitment. I mean, here, now, now, this is the question I wanted to bring up earlier. I wanted to wait for the article to come yeah. out now at this point. If you were a starting actor and you got the ability to play. Oh, I fucking ride that thing to the bank. <laughs> so they said, you, you have to do a six movie deal. Done. Okay. I'm, look. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. It is because I don't have integrity. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Eugene Levy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My gut's going to be insured for a million dollars. I would get five for it, baby. Five. <laughs> You're I my, know what the baby you're now my, came out. You're now my agent. That's where I hit it. Not I get ten percent. Five million, baby. That, that that gut is gorgeous. It's a money maker. That's a work of art. 
At ten percent, <laughs> I get ten percent of that. Ten percent of five million. <laughs> um, so you're saying is if, if Marvel came knocking on my door and yeah. saying, "Hey, you know what? We saw you. We don't know why, but there's something about you. We think you could be the next superhero." Or, or with that Batman, somebody you know, where I think you could be better than Affleck <laughs> as Batman. No, I mean, let's face it. I'd be more. I wouldn't be a. I don't think I'm superhero material. I think I'm superhero psychic material. <laughs> like I would be a good happy. Okay, you I know, can see that. or um, Matt. What's who's Matt Murdock's um, buddy? That is happy. I know Matt Murdock is uh, Daredevils. His oh, his. But yeah, I know you. Foggy. 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 Foggy Nelson. Yeah. I'd be a good Foggy Nelson. I would be a good. You'd be a good John Favreau. I'd, yeah, that's it. I'm a poor man's John Favreau. That's yeah. I forgot he was both those characters. Holy crap! Yeah, I mean, I'd be the, I'd be the, uh, you know, the fat, funny guy. You know, the super. I'd be the or the lab. Oh, hey, yeah, well, okay. That, that brings up another good question. Then, if if say like they like, we want you to be, you know, like. Um, they, you like my personality so much, but I gotta lose weight. Yeah, I lose it. I mean, it's. I mean, if they would give you the training regimen yeah, and all that kind of stuff, and then, you know, because they need you to be like six months, you a, need to be this much. And like, any person who says no to that's an idiot. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because it's like, wait, you mean all I gotta do is get up early? Some guy's gonna feed. Me, some guy's gonna make. Somebody is gonna make my food for me. Yeah, I gotta work out, and we'll get paid millions of dollars, and all losing all this weight's gonna help. You know, like be a write off. Yeah, for the most part. Hey, yeah, man, sure. I mean, think Batfleck. He didn't. He didn't. He's got to work out. Yeah. Same with we call it Harvey Cavill. I mean, if they if they said, you know what, Sean, we like your personality. We think you hit the mark for a good Wally West. Okay, you're sarcastic. You're funny. You seem to enjoy life. Whatever. All you got to do is slim down, dye your hair blonde, and we put you in the red and yellow outfit for a six picture deal. Yeah, I'm in. I I, I mean. First, I'm a nobody, so I mean, any help gets right. Uh, that's just yeah. You know, I mean, that's, that's the same. Like, like for a nobody, it would be easy to say yes. Yeah. But say, like, you had an Edward Norton career <clears throat> where you've had successful films, successful projects that you felt proud you've, you've done, you know, through I, the years, and you want to kind of keep going that direction. Would you then turn around and go, you know what, for six uh, pictures for the next decade? I, I don't know. See, to me, it kind of didn't. Why would I make the first one? See, that's kind of like. Why would Edward Norton make the first, the, the you know, like, well, I guess the remake. Yeah. Let's put it that way. The Incredible Hulk. If there wasn't a deal on the table for him to be more. Because, obviously, they, they, they knew it was going to come because they had Tony Stark in it. Yeah. At the end. I think I think they were waiting to see how the success of it was because of the Ang Lee version of Hulk <clears throat> with Eric Banner. That they were worried that like how successful it's going to be. Like, yeah, but I think they kind of like I think they hedged their bets by having Tony Stark show up. I think they went, you know what, Iron Man's going to be the the linchpin of this new movie, so we're going to have him. Just trust us. I mean, I didn't think in Incredible Hulk was was horrible. Right. I, I enjoyed it. Um, to me, Hulk carrying his own movie is always kind of tough. Yeah. Because at some point in time, it's always going to require him to go green. Yeah. You know, and then when he goes green, it becomes just a nonstop, you know, he becomes Frankenstein's monster where the army's carrying the pitchforks and torches while he's running through the forest and trapped on top of a giant windmill. Right. You know, at some point it's going to come to that and he, he'll, you know, he's going to get away. There's no, like, you kind of know his, his story is kind of, I don't want to say one dimensional, but it, there's not a lot of arcs you can go with that because of the duality between the two characters. 
Well, the thing is, is that I, you know, when you say Hulk, like when you say Hulk, you say ho, Hulk, ho, Hulk, ho. Right? <laughs> when you say Hulk, oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you mention that character, say, can you think of a villain like right off the top of your head? Well, they did Abomination. Yeah. Um, they 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 did plant the seed for the Master. Was it um, the guy with the big big bulbous head? Oh yes, yes, yes. You know, there's not. He doesn't have many villains in right. his in his Rogues Gallery. Yeah, it has always been the Rogues Gallery has been the army trying to capture him. Yeah. It becomes a one-trick pony after so many years. Right. You know, Hulk smash, Hulk run. Right. You know, it's Hulk be sad, go to puny human, and then saw p- quiet music plays as I walk cross country. Right. You know, <laughs> do, 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 right, Hulk sad. Because <laughs> every week that was just pretty much somebody <clears throat> in need. He's a drifter. Yeah. Trying to find a cure, but he can't really. He's trying to get the labs or whatever. If, yeah. Wherever town he was, and it's something he sees a situation with a, with a person that having problems. He stubs his toe, so, he freaks stop, out, and turns green, and then runs away. Yeah, and then jumps, goes through a wall instead of the window. Yeah, <laughs> I make new door. Yeah, I mean, but uh, if I was a nobody and someone offered me that deal, yeah, I'd take that deal. If I was already an established star and someone gave me that deal, I don't see why not. Again, you're as an actor, you want to work. Uh-huh. And the last thing you want to become is washed up. Yeah. So I feel like, you know what? If I have to sign a six-picture movie deal, that's going to give me at least... I mean, provided... like, you, Of course, you want to hope the movie's successful because right. that way you'll get paid. Right. Because you'd hate to have, like, God forbid if Iron Man sucked and you know, now here he is making Avengers 2 and he's miserable because the movies aren't doing anything. Right. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, like, RDJ had had a very great career yeah, before he, Iron Man. I mean, yeah. he was just reinventing himself because of the whole problems well, I, he was going through. I don't think he reinvented him. I think that, you know, he was having he was struggling in during Ned. It was Favreau who said, I believe in you. Mm-hmm. I believe in his, in his ability to be an actor. That, you know, and again, this was before Disney bought Marvel. So Marvel kind of took that chance because he really didn't have anything to lose. Like, all right, fine, let's go for it. You know, Favreau wants to do it. He believes in him. You know, because he'll say in any article. Oh, and another thing, too, is to, to go with that Disney thing, how Disney wanted Iron Man 3, his character, to die off. Yeah. It's like they kind of want to get rid of everybody from the old regime. Oh, yeah. Like, John Favreau, didn't, didn't we owe him money? Let's kill him off. <laughs> Let's bump him off. Let's bump him off. Spidey, isn't he ours? Fantastic Four? Let's no longer make those comics. <laughs> Anyway, so I, yeah, big bonfire of Fantastic you, you Four. Can, you can hear the net, kneel, kneecap snap from the hammer and the screams. And so, I mean, like, if I was an established actor, I mean, yeah, I think so. I mean, again, I would obviously those movies take time to make. I mean, I mean, if you schedule right, because I mean, RDJ has done since uh, since Iron Man, he's done two uh, Sherlock Holmes movies. He's done a comedy with uh, Zach Galifianakis' due date. Right. He's done this jury. Right. So I mean, he is still doing other I mean, the, projects. The judge. Yeah. I mean, so you see, it's not like he's just it's Iron Man's all I'm doing. You know, he's been doing other projects. Yeah. Chris Evans, though, on the other hand, has done a handful of other stuff too. But he's also saying that he wants to direct. Yeah. Like after Cap Three, um, you know, or, or whichever one comes first, Cap Three or Avengers Three, whichever one comes last. After that, he's retired. Yeah. So it's like, as far as acting, he wants to direct. 
all right, you know what? So you're going to see something going on. But I mean, as an actor, you kind of want to be relevant. You don't want to be washed up. You don't want to be some fucking guy who hasn't made a movie in 2008 suing a cartoon because you, me and that person both have fuzzy eyebrows. Yeah. I've already forgotten the guy's name. That's how relevant he is in the world of acting. That's right. You know, so to me, it seems like, like if I'm serious about my craft, I want to be as long as possible. Yeah, I would like to do different things, but if I have the money to, if I have a comfortable, like a nice safety net, if I have fuck you money yeah. for being, you know, Batman's sidekick, I'm the Batmobile apple polisher, I don't care. Like, if I'm spit shining the Bat logos on the Bat wheel on the Batmobile, I, you know, if I'm getting... If I'm Superman's rape doll, I yeah. don't care. If I'm... If I'm, I'm getting that money. If I'm standing in boxer briefs on a, over in a, an iron going, don't forget the steam heat, Superman. <laughs> you know, if it's giving me a six-figure fucking job or a seven-figure income, you know, yeah, all right, I'll take my lumps. And if I get stereotyped, so be it. I have fuck you money. I can at least, you know, have a nice, comfortable life from here on out. Right. And then be able to afford to do the projects I feel like I want to do. Right. Like, Jason Moma, I felt like, kind of put the carpet for the horse. Yeah. Like, he could have been Drax. He could have been in what's now the topest grossing movie of all time in, in 2014. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, you that could have been you. Instead, you had this integrity. And then when that integrity bit you on the ass, because let's face it, you don't have many, you don't have enough clout in the industry to really do something. to really be able to walk away from a t- thing like that and i think he realized that and that's why he was like it's not no one's holding out for the fucking aquaman role <laughs> i mean let's face he's it he's probably calling he's probably called dc or warner brothers going, i heard a rumor an aquaman's available i want it yeah like i mean after he walked away from drax he went to do this you know pet i mean the, uh, a solo project mm-hmm. but i'm not saying that it was a bad move but i'm saying in the grand scheme of things, you walked away from the biggest blockbuster of 2014, and then now all of a sudden you're Aquaman. Yeah. Like, it just seems a little hokey. Right. Like, you kind of went, fuck, I really fucked up, and I could have been, you know, I mean, likeness rights on dolls, on action figures. There's a fucking chunk of, chunk of money where you don't have to act ever after Again. that. Like, I mean, I know that, you know, like, I would be more, like, I think I was, like, saw a doll of a character and didn't look like anything like the actor. I'm like, yeah. that's got to suck, because I know that person's not getting paid characteristic rights, you know, yeah. like, the whole likeness rights. I would, like, at least go, look, if you're going to do it, make it at least look like me. I'll sign anything you want me to sign. Um, just give me a little percentage, and we're golden. Yeah. I'm not going to be greedy about it. I'm not going to be like, well, if it's going to be my face on that character, I want half. Right. Like, you know what? Give me 2%. I think that's a fair, whatever money... You make off of my likeness. I'm I okay. can 10% that too. <laughs> That's fine. If it's a billion dollars, you get 10% of a billion dollars. right. You know, if it's a million dollars, it's still a nice, it's a million dollars more than you had the year before. Yeah. You know, so it's like, eh, so as an actor, you just kind of go. Eh, you well, make- it's the thing though. I mean, I, I, I really do. I think <clears> a lot of them, a lot of actors fall in this trap. I mean, you know, and it's, I'm not going to be like boohoo, whatever, you know, kind of thing. But I think that actors get to a certain point when they're doing these kind of roles, like, like this Frank Sivio, Sivio yeah. guy. Where fuzzy eyebrows. Fuzzy eyebrows was making all this not money. Not Eugene Levy. Not Eugene <laughs> Levy was making, he's doing all these roles of these Italian American mobsters or, or, you know, 
or the underworld people. He he pimped himself out as an Italian actor to be an Italian. And, he, and it dried up basically yeah. because of his age, probably at this point. I his mean, age and people getting all uptight about you know political correctness and going, oh, the mob's bad for people, right? You know. But the thing is, is that like he had that kind of money, and now that money's not rolling in. It's been six years right. since, he's, since he's worked. Right. He's probably lived off of what he made. He's now accustomed to this lifestyle that he has. I'm accustomed to a lifestyle indicative of my talent as an Italian American actor. Exactly, and that's and that's the thing. Like I think that he wants, like he wants that two hundred fifty million dollars because a I'll never work again because I'm I'm too fucking old, or, right. or b it's just like I'm not gonna get like head mobster stuff because they don't think I'm the. Polly Walnuts or the uh, yeah, and especially now since the Russian mob is making up is is now the, the big, new hot button yeah, yeah the hot button uh, bad guy yeah because even John Wick was the Russian mob, and it's because it's easy because the Russian like because of the government over in Russia we kind of are like hey we're back to being Cold War enemies again <laughs> you know so let's make all our movies our Russians will be bad guys for a while it was you know any it was Korean yeah you know and then for a while it, it was. They didn't really do much on the Saudi Arabia Middle Eastern guy because it was too touchy. Yeah, you know. But you can always you can always go with German and Russians or Italians as bad guys. Seem to be okay. Like, right. You never have an. Very rarely have I seen a Jewish bad guy. <laughs> like, I can't commit after sundown. It's Rosh <laughs> Hashanah. <laughs> I must go to temple. And you're like, you're like, oh, so you don't want to give me the money? All right, I'll wait a week. It's all right. <laughs> Have you eaten? I'm sorry, Mike. My, my, I'm sorry about your finger. My companion was a little overzealous. <laughs> you know? Hey, Herman, take a break. It's almost Shabbos. <laughs> you know, are you all right? <laughs> like, he, there's no... <laughs> he broke my nose. <laughs> No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to sit down and relax. <laughs> Take a load off. <laughs> You're very smart, you know. <laughs> you almost had me, Mr. Bond. <laughs> like, it's always some, you know, oh, hey, Mr. Bond, you almost got away. <laughs> I almost had you. You got me. You're right. I was trying to take over the world. Can you forgive me? <laughs> Can you blame me, Mr. Bond? That's why <laughs> Jewish people can't be bad guys. Yeah. I'm guilty out of it. No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to, you know, whine about it. <laughs> <laughs> Take over the world as long as it's not from sundown to sunrise, from Friday to Saturday. It's a Shabbos. I need my rest. <laughs> then I got to go to the temple on Sunday. So let's face it. Monday. Monday to Friday. I like to sleep in a little later. So let's say we start around 11 o'clock. From 11 to about 5, bad guy central. Friday night, sundown. Take a little break. Come back Monday. Don't forget to bring the bagels Monday morning. I got a little schmutz. And then we'll worry about taking over the world. <laughs> would never work. <laughs> it'd, be the, it'd be like, I got a clock in, click, let's take over the world. Let's take a break. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Mr. Bond, I, I, I didn't realize this office was so far. <laughs> Mr. Bond, I know we've had our differences. But would you like to be my daughter? <laughs> She's a nice girl. She knows how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? <laughs> hey, you got any other news articles? The final news article of the night is Star Wars themed beer is no match for its fully operational legal team. Uh, yeah, you got Disney. <laughs> The Disney, Disney, yeah, yeah. What's I'm gonna guess? Disney went. You know what? Fuck that. Stop making that beer. <laughs> the brewmasters at the Empire Brewing Company in Syracuse, New York, has conceived a Bach beer. It's a dark brew, yes. commonly served in the fall, and it has an extremely clean and refreshing hoppy character. Yeah, yeah. It's they named it though Empire Strikes Bach. Okay, and in the case of the you know expansion of the Empire Strikes Back trademark theme from Star Wars from the from oh wait, so wait wait so they use music like okay when you say Empire Strikes Back yeah they're using the trademark name of the Empire Strikes Back yes but it's not see okay here's my all right go ahead so they said that Lucasfilm or actually Skywalker Ranch is not just a place that makes movies. They have actually branched down into other areas. Oh, yeah, they have a winery. Winery, organic vegetables, jams, okay, olive right. oils, and so on. Now that's starting to make a little sense, because what if they wanted to do the Empire Strikes Back, right. they're going, hey, we own the rights to this kind of... It's our name. Right. Even though it's not Empire Strikes Back, we might have Empire Strikes Blush, you know, for our rosé Right, wine. exactly. You know, the Empire Strikes B word, ours. Exactly. Uh, all right. So Lucasfilm does, con- you know, contends that they're selling you know Revelies in New York, uh, you know, but they basically what they're saying is they're not really suing them for 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 money, you know, for you know, it's to, basically a cease and desist, it's a cease and desist kind of thing because they want they they're thinking about doing that in California, right? And for them to do that, and then they're like, already hey, having a come scene. here, yeah. You get some, come some guy walking in with fuzzy eyebrows, going, <laughs> "Look, I got a message from Lucas." Says you need to cut out on that Empire Strikes Back crap, because if not, you're gonna get a phaser shofar shoved up your ass. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. I, I guess you know. I kind of feel like I don't feel like it's bullying. It's like, look, dudes, you know what? We're not gonna sue you unless you want to pursue this issue. Right. We're asking you politely, one one business person to another, and they'll probably sit there and go, "Look, we'll help you out with." another idea right like it's they don't want to be bullies i mean right. they already have that problem with disney yeah so david david koleski the owner of the empire brewing company has said that you know they they actually have friendly conversations and they're they're, work, they're working it out so hey, they're, look they're at able me. To, yeah so that's good so that you know it's not gonna really you know they just don't want to like you don't want to make the emperor mad exactly yeah i mean you know just because you don't make now make it star wars you know, it doesn't mean you can't get the uh, full force of the Empire on your ass. Eh, all right. Um, so, uh guess we'll wrap it up? That's that's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, uh, before we go, I do want to say that I... Yes. ...will be at a place this Wednesday. What place will that be, Sean? I will be in the Shamity Mall, Ed. Really? Signing nothing. <laughs> What's the point? The point is, I'm going to this... Fathom event. Are you now? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's um. For, what's this event of event about? 
It's called Frankenstein. Really? Yes. Nice. Guess who it stars? Uh, it's can you tell me? It's presented by the National Theater Live, by the way. All right. It is directed by Academy Award winner Danny Boyle. Okay. Train, train spotting, Slumdog Millionaire, London 2012 Olympics open ceremony. Why I said that, I don't know. Frankenstein features Benedict Cumberbatch. Wow. Ever those who know him, Khan. Khan. To me, Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Benedict Cumberbatch and Johnny Lee Miller. Nice. Train spotting. Used to bang Angelina Jolie. But he plays Sherlock Holmes in elementary. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. That's going to be awesome. Two Sherlock Holmes in one movie. It's not even a movie. It's a play. A play? Even yes. better. Um, okay, Ed McMahon. You know, you're like, play? He's like, wow, how very passive aggressive of you, Ed. <laughs> Shall I continue? <laughs> you think it's something we're getting paid for this advertisement. We're not? I am. Oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> I am. Yeah, who cares? I am. You get 10%. Who cares? <laughs> oh, 10%? All right. All right, yeah. keep going. Actually, I'm, I'm going. I wanted to see it, so I'm going by myself. Apparently, all by yourself. I don't care. It's gonna be me. I'm gonna be my jujubes, my popcorn. Maybe get a couple hot dogs. I'm gonna be all going. Entertain me, Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbund, and Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee, I banged Angelina Jolie Miller. Yep. See, I did that. <laughs> Johnny Miller and banged Angelina Jolie Miller Jolie. Doesn't rhyme, but it's close. <laughs> um, it starts. It's two hours and fifteen minutes. So, I'm just saying, I'm gonna be there like around six thirty. So right. I get my nice comfy seat, get ready, relax, stretch out. They they apparently they play both the monster and the Doctor Frankenstein. So they're ah. playing both roles. Okay. So I'm kind of curious to see how that's like how it's gonna work out. Yeah, like if Cumberbatch is gonna be, what's it gonna be the Doctor in the first half of the show, and then the monster in the second half? While you know, sick boy, the other Sherlock plays the monster in the first half, and then Doctor Frankenstein. Or is it gonna be like a like a, maybe like it's internal monologues kind of thing? Like maybe one is the monster and he thinks about I don't know, I don't know because ah. I've never, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so the... it's an experience and a half. Yeah, I mean it's something I've never done before. Yeah, I mean we've seen Phantom events before. Yeah, um, but I've never. That's how been... we start this show? Huh? Was it through a Phantom event? It was. Yes. Oh yeah, I guess it was. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. So I mean, um, it's a rebroadcast of Danny Boyle's smash hit National Theater production of Frankenstein. All right. Uh, you know, so it was. It's for a limited time due to the unprecedented audience demand. Phantom Events by Experience and National Theater Live invite you to a rebroadcast of Frankenstein, captured from the National Theater in 2011 in an extraordinary two-night cinema event on Monday, October 27th and Wednesday, October 29th. I am going the 29th. Yes. So, that's where I'll be, folks. If you come out and say hi. Yeah. It's not going to be on a booth going, hi, I'm Sean, I'm from Geeksters. Want me to sign something? <laughs> It'll be me. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to sign your boobs, I- sir? <laughs> No, it'd be more like, yeah, I'm Sean from Geeksters. Now, shut up. I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. Like, I'm trying to watch the guy in play. I'm not going to be out front going, know who I am? I'm nobody. I tell you right now, though, I got more of a following than a fuzzy eyebrow guy from Goodfellas. 
He's going to have a banner that he's going to hang up. It's going to be like there's these two posts coming in the back of his shirt. And he's just going to have Sean from Geeksters as he's walking around. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Then he's going to sit in the middle of the theater, like right in this back down. So anybody behind him ain't going to see shit. No, actually, instead of a banner, it's going to be like a, a what do you call it? A, a lit up arrow. <laughs> it just blinks as you know, the lights get down with the arrow. <laughs> Geeksters. 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 Sean from Geeksters. 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 That's some of the horror podcasts we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's our spinoff show. Eeksters. <laughs> We're going to talk about horror movies and stuff. <laughs> this is Sean. You're what? You're listening to Eeksters. <laughs> this is Trademark by Two Bums Productions. <laughs> Two Bit Productions. You want us? Got to pay us. <laughs> but uh, so tune in next week. Because I'll have a review on it, plus whatever movie I'm seeing next week. Um, it's a toss-up. We might do a double feature because Horns comes out. All right. And I want to see that. And there's another movie that's coming out next week in theaters that I wanted to see. I can't for the life of me remember what it is. All right. But uh, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that, yo. Um, but in the meantime, if you want to catch us live, you can, like tonight, <laughs> it's on aquanetradio.com iTunes Radio, tuned in, and iHeartRadio. Search your Aquan search. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. Or follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. Or on Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And if you want to catch if you want to download this podcast because we throw in some extra stuff, we break it down, throw a little extra tchotchkes in there for you downloaders. You can go to wordswithgeeks.com. Or iTunes. Don't cost nothing. It's free. It's free. <laughs> so, uh, we... if you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, this is what I talked to Sean in general. You can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And if you want to contact Erin and go, Where the fuck were you this week? You can contact <laughs> her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. She's, she's busy. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I was in the middle of yawn. I come back. I thought you were going to hear. <sighs> and welcome back to the show, everybody. No, I was on point. <laughs> I was like, and we're back. So, hi. Welcome back to the end of the program. We hope you enjoyed this program. And by the time you listen to this, I will have already have been at the Phantom event seeing Frankenstein. Or unless you're an early downloader and download it and then rush to that fan event so you can catch Sean. Are you actually going to post this like that Wednesday morning? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, look, I don't know. You work on your own scheduler, buddy. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to keep a same schedule every week. That's perfectly fine by me. Keeping I, it accurate. All right. So people know when to go. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, it'll be Friday, October 29th. I will be at the Shamley Mall watching a play. Not signing a goddamn thing. <laughs> Unless somebody comes up to me, because how great would that be? Someone just kind of randomly walks going, 
dude, you're Sean, right? Yeah, how'd you know? I'm a fan of Geeks. Just I saw your page. I knew you were going there. I'd be like, can't the, who paid you? <laughs> you're Sean, right? <laughs> They're towing your car away. <laughs> no! <laughs> you're Sean, right? You know, it's never going to be like, you're Sean, right? Yeah. I want you to impregnate my wife or my girlfriend. We want to have your baby. <laughs> like, do you want me to do it the hard way or the easy way? Like, <laughs> Well, the hard way would be like, you know, do it in like a cup or like, you know, like, like not the fun way. (laughs) I figured you were like slaving her, get the wall or something. I come in a dish, he drinks it, and then hopefully it goes through his body and he shoots it out. See, there you go. There's a nice image for you, folks. Welcome to the program. We're here to harvest your seed. We want a funny guy for a son or daughter. So please give us your seed. Well, you gotta pay. <laughs> this ain't free. The show is free, but this ain't free. That's right. You want a piece of me? You gotta pay fifty dollars. Fifty dollars in a cup, and I'll go into the bathroom right now. Got any? Get any pictures of your wife? <laughs> <laughs> How about a little handy from your wife? Not you. Go into the bathroom. Yank, yank, yank. Splooge. There you go. Hope you brought. A, I hope. I hope you brought out what do you call it? A cooler with ice so you can chill it. Make sure it stays, you know, fresh for your ride home. I'll even sign the cup. Thanks for giving. <laughs> Listen to Geeksters. Sure. <laughs> I give a little piece of every part of me in this cup to you, Mazel Tov. <laughs> My girl would kill me. <laughs> She'd be like, no. <laughs> but it's for a good cause. It's 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's for a good cause. <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah so uh, uh, yeah so that's what I'll be doing um, but in the meantime if you want to catch us live to hear my review on the Frankenstein play um, tune in Sunday night this Sunday night actually on Aquanet from 6 to about 9.30ish on Aquanet Eastern Time <laughs> Eastern Standard Time 6 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio TuneIn.com and iHeartRadio. Just search for Aquanet Radio in those apps. And if you see me, I'm going to ask you, did you like our page? If not, I'm going to make you, I'm gonna make you like the page right there. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and go, you, you heard of Geeksters, right? Like this page. <laughs> go to Geeksters Radio fan page on go, just type Facebook in, and say like. Go to Geeksters Radio on Facebook. Hit the little like button. Tell your friends all about us. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Yes. And if you want to tell your friends about us, you can go tell them to go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes, type in Geekses, and there would be. There you go. That's right. Words with Geeks actually is a direct line to our shows, but iTunes, you would actually type in Geeksters. There you go. So, but in the meantime, if you want to contact Ed on anything we've discussed about, discussed about, talked about, uh-huh. phew, you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. 
or you want to contact Sean or just want to talk to Sean, you can contact him at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, you can contact her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's Erica with a K. And we'll see you next week, folks, for our spooktacular, spectacular, spooktacular of Geeksters. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs> <laughs>